Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Three past three here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation brought to you by Oppo. And uh, we have got uh, a full show for you today. Coming up, we all, always do an Oppo uh, section where we talk to a member of the opposition. Uh, well, one of the members of the opposition, uh, or the member of the opposition we're talking to today, is an absolute new legend from Newcastle, the Newcastle Jets. That is Maddie Thompson, former skipper of the Newcastle Jets, former Socceroo as well. He's going to join us after 3.30. We're also going to look at the next generation of players coming through at the Phoenix because the Rezies are playing in our National League and the captain of the reserves, Isaac Hughes, is going to join us. He's a centre-back. He's been training with the first team and probably not too far away from that Phoenix first team as well. So he is going to be on the show. Plus, we have an opportunity for you to win. Uh, get this. Um, a set of uh, Oppo headphones. Now, these headphones... Uh, Pretty outstanding from Oppo, just quietly. Uh, they are the W11 earbuds, the Inco W11 earbuds. We've got a pair of those to give away. And if you want to get in, we do a, uh, an Oppo Fan Challenge. And if you want to get in on the Oppo Fan Challenge uh, and have a crack, it's five questions, penalty shootout type type styles. If you get three out of the five or more, then you win. Uh, just email me. Ricardo, R-I-C-C-A-R-D-O dot ball, B-A-L-L, -L -L, at S-E-N-Z radio dot nz and uh, we'll we'll chuck you in. Uh, you're gonna have a crack. Kevin is gonna be competing with us today. Now coming up this weekend, the Phoenix are uh, away. The men's team, uh, senior men's team, are away in Newcastle. The Rezies are away in Christchurch, playing Christchurch United. Uh, Christchurch United are the favourites in that. Actually, they're playing two forty. Um, the Wellington Phoenix Rezies two eighty seven. The draw two eighty seven. So far this season, they've had uh, two draws and a loss. The Rezies, but they've let two wins slip. You'd have to say they were leading both those games and conceded late goals. And uh, the men, well, they are outside. It's punt three sixty. The draw three fifty. Newcastle a dollar ninety one. And actually, uh, about to jump on a plane to head over there is the boss on uh, Phoenix Nation with Oppo, the boss man. We finally got him, Ufuk Tele, the coach of the Wellington men's team. G'day, Ufi. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Getting ready to fly out to, to take on Newcastle. You getting your duty free shopping in before you go? Yeah, no, no, duty free shopping here, mate. Just getting to, uh, getting ready to travel. Uh, we've got a long uh, journey to Sydney and then a bus trip up to Newcastle. Yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be a good game, I think. This one, mate. I mean, uh, having seen the way that Newcastle, obviously they missed their first game, but uh, they they left it late, but got it done against uh, Perth last week, uh, and a few familiar faces there as well. Yeah, we've got some uh, boys that were here last season. Uh, we're good to catch up with them, and I think it's going to be a, a very good game. 
Uh, you know, they, they missed their first game. They, they played a game against Perth, uh, which was pretty uh, pretty even uh, at the end of the day. And look, they they entered and, and uh, they capitalised uh, whilst they were 10 men. So look, Newcastle are a good team. They're a very energetic side, so it's, like it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it will be. They've got plenty of pace about them. Uh, we all know how, how quick Josh Satorio can be on, on the break because we were all cheering him on the last couple of seasons, mate. I mean, does that make a difference for you, the way you set the team up? I mean, does the back four play slightly deeper with him in the opposition? Yeah, look, it depends on who starts. Josh didn't start the last game. He came on as a sub. Uh, will he start against us? I'm not, I'm not too sure. Even though they still got Trent Bahaja, who was a quick player. Uh, look, we, we've uh, done our work on, and we've done our homework on them, and uh, we'll make a decision whether we want to press them or we want to start a bit lower to nullify the spaces in behind. But look, uh, it doesn't matter who plays. It's, it's more so what we do when we, when we have the ball and when we don't have the ball. Yeah, I guess that's something that you've you've had to balance. Uh, you, you've got quite a few new faces in the team this season, and um, you know that most of them are in that starting lineup. I think Stephen Ugarkovic for you guys has has been a great signing, and and he's been a real difference maker uh, so far this season. Yeah, Stephen, we brought in Stephen. He's a very experienced player. Uh, look, he, he's got a lot of games under his belt and, and for us, he's a, he's a technical player at the same time that can play uh, third and five of passes, but also he's got a lot of run in his legs to be able to cover that ground as a six. So, look, for us, it's been uh, great, I think, uh, alongside with Clay and even when Nico started. So, we've, we're, we've got a bit of a luxury there and, and Roos hopefully will be back soon enough, so there'll be a lot of competition in that position. Yeah, how is how is Alex going, mate? I mean, is he is he running? Is he training with you guys? Yeah, he's doing full sessions at the moment. Uh, we just got to get him confident uh, to, to, to be able to go into a, a challenge at 100%. Because uh, if you want him playing, if there's an opportunity to make a tackle, he can't pull out of that. So hopefully the next couple of weeks, we might get him some, uh, some minutes uh, into his legs with the reserve team. Yeah, that'll be great, mate. I mean, to be fair, no, uh, having seen Alex throughout his career, uh, he's never been one to pull out of a tackle. No, he's not. Uh, he's definitely not. But uh, coming back from an ACL injury, it's uh, always in the back of your head that if it does uh, go again, that you're out for for a long time. So he needs to be confident in himself, and and he knows himself uh, better than anybody else. So uh, so we just got to make sure he's he's prepared physically and also mentally. That midfield pairing, uh, you know, at the moment, like last game out, it was it was Clayton and Stephen, and the game before that, Nicholas Pennington started instead of Clayton. Um, it feels to me like Stephen and, and, and Clayton are quite similar players. They're both ball players. They can both quarterback it a bit. But when we got caught out for the goal that uh, put um, the Central Coast ahead on the weekend, it felt like there was a bit of a hole where one of them should have been. Is is that because we don't have a, an out-and-out sitting six without Roofer in there? No, no, they, 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 they both sit there. I think the second goal was a transition moment. Uh I think it was one of those moments where we were in possession, we gave the ball away and it went over the top and uh, I think we still could have dealt with a situation where I think Dorsey was still with the player uh, and I think Ollie was just stuck in no man's land in that situation where if he was a little bit steeper, then, then the player on the ball would have had to make a decision to either to either beat Lawsy or go past Lawsy. So I think that in that moment, I think uh, that ball had skipped the the sixes of that, that line anyway, so which caused us the problem. But uh, look, it was two. I think it was two errors from us. We had the ball both times. We gave it to them, and then they punished us for our mistake. How happy would you be on a scale of one to ten after the first two games of the season, or where you're at? Uh, coaches are never happy. That's just that's <laughs> going through. <laughs> uh, look, for us, we, we it's very important that we need to win our home games. Now we're back at home. Uh, we need to utilise the uh, the opportunities that we get to play uh, back at our own stadium. So, for me, look, uh, we haven't lost as yet, uh, but we haven't won as yet either. So, you know, I, I believe we've we've dropped four points uh, out of the out of the six. 
uh, with two draws. But look, the season the season is still long. There's a lot more games to go, and we just got to make sure that we, uh, you know, win our home games and, and what we can get whilst we're away is very important as well. I guess you'll learn a lot this weekend because you know after so many seasons just being based in Australia, now you're having to do the travel thing as well. Have you had to look at that any differently from what you've done in the last couple of seasons? No, of course. Well, so these games, uh, when we have to travel a little bit further, we end up going two days earlier where we get a, a day in between for the players to recover in a session uh, in the city that we're going to play at. So, uh, look, we did a lot of travelling during the, the Cup games in pre-season as well. So I think players will adapt pretty quickly. Uh, Oscar Zawada, who you brought in in the off-season, uh, has looked a real find, mate. Uh, he, he gives us a presence up front, gives a focal point to the attack. Uh, for you, is it just figuring out who his best partner is between Costa and, and, and Wayno, or, or, or where are you at with that? Yeah, look, at the moment, I think uh, Wayno came on against um, against Adelaide uh, when we were 10 men and did a fantastic job. We were getting the goal. He scored again uh, against Central Coast. So for us, look... Uh, the, the pairing is important, like you say, but uh, look for me, it's whoever, whoever's doing well at the time as well, because I'm, I'm pretty consistent and pretty fair with my players as well. And if the players are doing well, uh, they continue to play. So, you know, we have the luxury now of, of, of Costa even playing there. We, and even when Bawley comes back, we've got the luxury of Bawley even playing as a nine. So, you know, we're, I think we're quite versatile in those spaces. Yeah, how far away is, is, is uh, David? And is that uh, the foot injury that he had at the end of last season that's been keeping him out? Yeah, that's the same foot injury that he had uh, last season. We just need to make sure that uh, he's uh, 100% pain-free uh, because we didn't want it to come back and then it uh, hinders him during the season again. So we took it a little bit uh, slower with David and, and David's in a good space. Uh, last week he tra- started to train fully with the group, which is good. Uh, there's more contact with uh, players in the ball and, and hopefully uh, next weekend, like Roops, we can get him on the park with the reserve team and get some minutes in his legs as well. Yeah, that'll be great. How, how much um, day-to-day do you have to do with the Rizzies uh, when they're, when they're uh, training? I mean, do you guys train together or how does that work? No, we train separately. Uh, they still train out at Fraser Park. We're at our new facilities uh, out at uh, Upper Hutt. So um, uh, they they train uh, at the same time as us, but we have players coming back and forth. So we get the players to come and train with us uh, at times, uh, especially in positions that are needed to make up numbers for training, but also to give those boys exposure to be able to train with the first team. Uh, and and at times we do send players back down to, to play. Uh, unfortunately, Lucas Moragas won't travel with us because of the loan agreement that uh, we have with Newcastle that he can't play against his parent club. Mm. Uh, so he'll go down this week and get some minutes uh, with Greeny uh, with a reserve team. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny how that's worked out, hasn't it? I mean, James McGarry left the Phoenix and has gone to the Jets and we end up bringing, you know, a Jets left back over over, over on loan for, for this season. Are you, are you happy with what you've been getting out of Lucas? Yeah, Lucas is slowly uh, growing and understanding. Look, they play a different uh, way at Newcastle with their fullbacks. They invert their fullbacks, so our fullbacks provide a lot of width in the way that we play because we're quite narrow with our with our other players. So he, he's adjusting well. And look, you got to understand that Lucas was uh, injured uh, four weeks leading into the season, and Sutz just got injured before the season started as well. So we uh, we we chucked in uh, Lucas uh, with one one week of training into doing a job, and mm-hmm. and look. We, uh, we played with 10 minutes for 7 minutes in the first game and, and we got some more minutes in his leg in the next game. We made a change because Sass was available. So, look, for me, like I said, I'm quite fair with my players and, and whoever steps up and does a job will continue to play. Now, um, I, I mentioned the reserves because coming up on the show, uh, Isaac Hughes, who's captaining the Rezies this season, is going to join us. Of course, plays at centre-back. Uh, what's your impression of Isaac as a player and 
how do you integrate someone in such a, an important position of centre-back into the first team uh, when he's ready? Yeah, Isaac has been training with us. So he's been consistently training with us uh, with uh, with the first team, which is uh, great for Isaac at the same time. Uh, and he still gets his minutes in his legs with the reserve grade at this stage. So look, for me, we, we've got some talented players coming through the academy and, and how we how can we expose them and how can we give them the opportunity at times. And unfortunately, at times, we're, we're, well, my job is we're judged on results and we need to win games. Uh, so... I think we've got to pick the moments of when we can utilise them and throw them, throw them on, onto the park. But look, at the moment, I think he's, he's, he's in good hands with, with Chris Greenacre and what they're doing there with the reserve team. Uh, and when the opportunity arises, we've still got Finn Sermon uh, in the background as well, you know, waiting behind uh, Scotty Wooten and, and Josh Laws at this stage. So, you know, they're, they're both, I believe they're talented players and, and we've just got to provide more opportunities to be able to get them to play. Cheers, Ufuk. Thanks very much, mate. I know you've got a plane to catch, so we'll let you go and uh, get that duty-free shopping done, more importantly, as well as quarter past three here on Phoenix Nation with Oppo. When we come back, Isaac Hughes, the captain of the Phoenix Reserves team, is going to join us. Featuring SuperVook, lightning quick smartphone charging tech. This is Phoenix Nation on SENZ. Twenty past three here on Phoenix Nation, brought to you by Oppo, and joining us uh, is Isaac Hughes, the captain of the Wellington Phoenix reserves team who play in our national league. G'day, Isaac. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for um, giving us some time and coming on the show. Uh, how's the season been so far, from a playing point of view, for you? Um, obviously, we had like a good, a good central league campaign, and then we've come into the national league feeling strong. And I think our performances have been, you know, really good. I think they've been deserving of three wins, if I'm being honest. But I think little lapses in judgment and lapses in concentration have cost us. So we're sitting on two points right now, but we need to build that up. Yeah, it's a funny thing because, you know, uh, in the past we've thought about, you know, Phoenix reserve teams who are, who are obviously usually quite young, uh, maybe being out, out uh, you know, physicality being an issue. But this feels more like it's a mental problem because you guys have led, uh, particularly the, the last two that you've drawn, you've led them late in the game and, and, and given up the draw in the end, uh, which has got to be frustrating. Yeah, it, it's massively frustrating. You know, we've, um, you know, against Auckland United, I felt in the first half we were really playing some of our best football we have all season. And then we can see the goal in the first half against the run of play. And then we're just, Late in the game, we just lose our concentration and we, we concede again. And there was a similar story against Melville. We just, I think we need to do more to close out games earlier on when we are on top. And then when we are when we have to defend at the end of the game, we need to be more comfortable and relaxed and not as panicky as we are at the minute. Do you think that's just an experience thing? I mean... You know, we are we are young, so it is normal for people to chalk up to experience. But I think uh, I think there's a number of things that are going into it. I think we will get better over time. But you know, a lot of the stuff is just like tracking runners and um, staying composed and not being foolish in our own box, like I was against Melville. But not being not being foolish and you know, that's stuff that we should be doing at eighteen, nineteen instead of you know, messing up and saying we'll do it when we're 22. Mm. You know, we need to be doing it now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's a fair point too because if you're doing it now, um, when you're 22, you know, you might not be first team, whereas if you're not doing it now, you probably will be, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 
What about um, the environment at the Phoenix? Uh, I talked to Fuktale, um just before we got you on, actually, and I asked him about you and his, his you know, his take on where you're at. He was very complimentary. Um, how, how's his influence been and, and the experience of training with the first team? Was he complimentary? That's the first time I think he said anything nice about me. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'll send, I'll send you the link, mate. I'll send you the link. You can listen back to it. <laughs> no, um, he's obviously. I mean, when I'm when I'm listening to Ufi in the meetings and stuff, it's just like, you know, I wish I had my pen and notepad there to take notes. It's just like everything, everything as he says, I'm like, you know, I'm paying attention to because he's obviously was such a great footballer and has got such a great football brain. Um, he's just, I mean, the environment at Phoenix, to be honest, I'm like, I've got my eyes wide open. I'm just taking as much in as I can. How long have you been in that Phoenix setup now? Um, I've been, ever since the start of pre-season, I've been in and out, but I've been in for the last two weeks. And that experience, I mean, you know, you, you obviously train uh, with Greeny with the reserves. He's your boss with the reserves. He's a guy that's done it at the top level as well. But uh, how's that training gone and how has it improved your game, do you think? Or what has it highlighted for you that you need to work on? Um, it's obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a tough transition because it's a, it's a jump up. But, you know, Greeny makes it as easy as possible because Greeny, makes all the sessions in the reserve team the same as the, they are in the first team. So, you know, there's no teething problems in terms of, like, not knowing what to do and that. But, yeah, I think the the things that get exposed to me is, like, when I'm not in my own team, I'd be physically better than the players I'm playing against. But then when you're playing against Ben Wayne and Oscar Zavada, you just, you don't, you can't, bully them physically mm. so then they are pinning you and you have to figure out how to defend someone who's a bit stronger than you so then you have to be a bit smarter and I think that's what I'm trying to work on at the moment Yeah I talked to Oscar last week he's a, he's a big fan of Zlatan Ibrahimovic so um, we figured out he's got Polish lion's blood in him um, so that'll probably be why that's been an issue for you <laughs> but I mean you know guys like that, that that have been through what he's been through you know he came through with uh, Kevin De Bruyne at, at, at Wolfsburg uh, you know he was there at the same time uh, what's that like for you just I mean from an inspirational point of view more than anything Yeah it's 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 tough if, if I'm honest because I'm looking in the changing room and you know I don't want to seem like the the shy kid who's just really like impressed by all these people around me but you know it is you've got Obviously, Scotty, who's played for Man United, who I support. You know, we've got, you've got Oscar's, you know, done done so well in Europe, and it's just like, you know, you are in awe of these people, but you at, at the same time you're not trying to, you know, stand there like a fan. You're trying to, you know, try and learn off them and try and actually. Well, with Oscar, I'm trying to beat him. I can't. I can't be a fan of him and just let him score goals in training. No, no, exactly, mate, exactly. Uh, how, how long have you been in New Zealand for? Um, I've been in New Zealand for eight years, coming up to nine. Wow, okay, so about half your life, right, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're, you're obviously part of that New Zealand under-20s set-up as well, who, uh, you know, won the Oceania, so you're going to the under-20 World Cup next year, all, all going well? Yeah, well, yeah. 
hopefully, um, provided I'm picked. But yeah, um, that's something. That's one of my big goals for the the new year coming. Yeah, I mean that qualification um, series sounded pretty tough. I mean it was hot, obviously, and a lot of games in a short period of time. How did you come through that? I know that you picked up a, an injury early on, didn't you? Yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough tournament. You know, from the outside, we didn't. It looks like we won every game. We didn't concede a goal, but the pitches, the heat, the referees, like everything's everything's. It's a tough thing to adjust to, but the lads did really well. Um, I picked up a, I just picked up a hip injury on the, I think it was the final group game against Solomon Islands, and it was just it was just an impact injury, you know, bruising on the bone. Mm. But it was something that, you know, I, I, I had my eyes on the semi-final, and I knew that I had to get back to the, for the team. So I was just, you know, with the physio doing as much recovery as I was allowed to, working as hard as I can to get back. And then, you know, before the game, popped a few pills uh, that let me play, and I was good to go. Nice, nice. Now, uh, this weekend, you're away at Christchurch United, uh, who are a, a club with a, a pretty good history in New Zealand football. How much do you know about them? Or uh, when it comes to you guys, is it all about what you do and you don't really you sort of track the opposition, do video sessions and stuff? No, obviously, I mean, obviously we're focused on ourselves because, you know, we're a good team, but we we do the same for every every team we come up against. We, you know, we have our three-day lead-in, so we'll have our conditioning on the, wen- on the Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday we'll have our video sessions looking at what they do with the ball, what they do without the ball, and then ways we can exploit that. So, you know, we know Christchurch United are a tough team, and it's going to be a tough test on the weekend. Yeah, well, best but we're of luck. confident within our ability. Yeah, best of luck with it, uh, Isaac. I, I, I look forward to seeing how you get on, mate, and um, travel safe down there, and uh, hopefully you can get that first W of the season, eh? Yeah, thank you. No worries. Thanks very much for your time. Isaac Hughes, captain of the Phoenix Reserves, there with us on SENZ. When we come back, it's time to look at the oppo, and uh, uh, one of the Newcastle Jets' great greats, I should say, Matty Thompson, is going to join us next. <laughs> This is SENZ, Phoenix Nation with Ricardo Ball as brought to you by Oppo and uh, still to come, that opportunity to win a set of those Oppo earbuds as well. But right now we're talking to a legend of the Oppo, the Newcastle Jets, a man who captained them, played 121 games for the Jets uh, as well as playing for the Socceroos, over 200 games in the A-League. Matty Thompson, g'day mate, how are you? Okay, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for giving us some time. Uh, I mean, the Jets um, had a bit of a uh, an unusual start to the season, mate, with all the rain that you guys have had over there. Uh, so your you, your first game of the season didn't happen. Uh, do you, did you think that it was going to put you a little bit behind the eight ball when you when it came into that second round of playing Perth? Uh, I think. I mean, um, it's disappointing, obviously, not to play. Obviously, you you know you do preseason for about three or four months, and obviously you, you got an eyesight. Your dates lock in for that game, and you, know, you get all hyped up and prepare, and then it sort of gets a bit deflated. But I mean, yeah, they're all professional footballers, mate. So I'm sure that uh, come Monday, their focus was on the their, their first game, which was no different to how they prepared the one before that. So, and uh, it's always nice to get that win off off the, the monkey's back. So um, it's like it never happens. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there is a bit of that, isn't there? Because uh, obviously, I mean, it was a would have been a tough start, the old um, derby against Central Coast as well, because neither team wants to lose that. Those are usually, how intense are those games normally? I mean, you've been involved in a few. Yeah, they always are. I mean, the first game of the season is always intense, but to play against the Mariners, obviously the local derby is always uh, a bit more highlighted. And um, yeah, look, I mean, it's always a tough one. I don't think our recording first games in general is that, is that, is that great anyway. So um, it was important to play that game, and I know they didn't, but... I mean, the fact that they, like I said, they got the win last week against Perth, which was a, definitely a nice start to the season. So, um, yeah, it was a good result. What do you make of the uh, of, of the squad this season for the Jets? I mean, they've, they've brought a few in. They actually brought a few guys in from the from the Phoenix and McGarry and Satorio as well. Um, and, you know, there's a few yep. guys that, that, that know the Phoenix pretty well. What do you, what do you make of the, the team uh, that they've put together? Yeah, look, fresh new faces. Obviously, I've been out of the loop for a while and, you know, life takes over and you're not uh, involved involved as much. But I watched a bit of the game against, against Perth and, um, you know, what what I did notice is it was a very mobile side. Like, I think we've uh, we've definitely got a few players there that can... A few fit blokes and a few younger boys that have... Uh, with a good mix. And, and like Soteria has done a fantastic job when he come on. He's sort of done a really good job over the last couple of years. Um, changing clubs a couple of times, and he seems to be a real impact player. So um, he'll be definitely useful for this year for the Jets. Yeah, and, and Reno Piscopo, of course, is the other one. I mean, he's a you know guy that's uh, worn the Australian shirt before as well um, as a playmaker. He, I mean, I, I know when he was with the Phoenix, I think he was the most failed player in, in, in the team last season. <laughs> um, and, a, and a lot of play will go through him, but it seemed to be a team that's set up to play with pace, right? Yeah, well, they didn't stop the whole game, did they? I mean, they went, obviously, a, a man down uh, in, that, in that second half, and every time there was a free kick or a throw-in, they were, they were quick to play it really quickly. So, obviously, Arthur's got them playing at a high high intensity, no matter what position they are on, on the pitch, which was great to see, and I think, hence, the, the signings. They want to make sure that the players out there can keep up with the pace, and I think that uh, we definitely saw that on the weekend. They went chasing the game at, at 10 men, and uh, lucky for them, they, they got it, which is a good a good sign for weeks to come. Now, the Wellington Phoenix, I don't know how much you've caught of them so far this season, but two draws. Uh, they led against Adelaide. Uh, they also led against Central Coast Mariners, ended up drawing both of those games. Um, so two points from possible six, both at home. Ufuk Tale, I had him on earlier in the show. Not particularly happy about that. It considers it four points drop. But uh, what have you made of what you've seen of the Phoenix so far this season? Yeah, truthfully, I've only watched a bit of the, the bit of the highlights on on those games myself. To be fair, but I think the results, in a way, is obviously can be again a little bit deflating to to be up twice and, and not come away with with three points on both occasions can be a bit unsatisfying from a from a club point of view. But um, you know, I think Ufuk's obviously been around a long time and he'll, he'll obviously know how to to attend to that. It's probably a few little one percenters that they need to pay attention to, but. I think uh, the important thing is that they're obviously playing good for keeping themselves in the game for, for the 90 minutes. And uh, I think a few, like I said, a few changes from Moofield might, uh, might actually do that. It feels like the entire competition's gone up a level this season. Um, I mean, I look at the, the, that Phoenix squad and I think, you know, it's, there's a lot of experience there. There's um, some solid defensive players. There's uh, players who can, who can score goals, who can create chances. Yet the TAB here had them as, uh, <laughs> as dead last on the, on, in terms of favourites to win the, uh, the comp this year. And I, I had a look at a few uh, pundits over your side of the ditch and nobody had them in the top six. Um, what, what's your take on the... On, on, on the <laughs> <laughs> on the setup this season, 
ah, oh, look, it's all opinionated, it isn't everyone that throws in their, their two cents and you could ask 30 or 40 different people and you'll get a different a different top six and a different, you know, uh, premiers and, and dead last. So I think, look, everyone at the start of the season has their input, but at the end of the day, it's obviously uh, what happens over that 90 minutes. And I think what we've noticed in the last couple of seasons is the team that can be most consistent and obviously uh, make sure that they're out there every weekend and prepare the best they can. They're the ones that come away with a with the chocolate. So, um, and like I said, in terms of in terms of Wellington, mate, look, I just think that out of sight, out of mind sometimes. But sometimes people just uh, throw a few names at the front because it's easy just to go with the teams they're expecting to go up. And I think uh, what you'll find is that they'll all be wrong come the end of the season. So, like I said, I haven't watched many of the, the Wellington games, to be honest with you, so far. So I can't really comment on the individuals uh, per se. But, um, mate, we're two rounds in. So I don't think it's, uh, we're setting the, uh, setting a precedent just yet. Yeah, I mean, what you have seen so far... Um who has impressed you? I, mean, I know it's always hard to go past a team like Melbourne City, but um, who, who has impressed you so far this season? Yeah, look, I, <laughs> yeah, well, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, always, it's always, it's always good to watch to Melbourne, Melbourne City play. I think I watched the first game. I think from memory was that Western United. Yeah, it was. was. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I mean that was a, a pretty crack, and Western United came out pretty, pretty sharp. But um, the quality of of Melbourne City just took over and I mean they're always to be honest with you mate they're always a pleasure to watch I mean the stadium's great it always looks great on TV so look they're obviously the the benchmark I would say uh, again they'd be up there and um, and it's interesting to see Western United obviously down the, down the bottom so but like I said we're, we're two rounds in um, and we've obviously got to set uh, teams where they are at the moment but in two or three weeks it could be like I said a whole, a whole difference uh, so I'm sure Wesley United will be uh, back up there at the end anyway. Yeah. In your career, Matty, I mean, you, you played the Phoenix a number of times. In fact, there was, a, from memory, there was a big preliminary final in Wellington um, yeah, as, as well that you, that you probably won't remember that fondly. But, I mean, your, you know, your take on, <laughs> on, on the Phoenix coming over here, how, we talk this side about how tough it is the Phoenix having to go every second week to Australia and the travel factor. But how tough is it for Aussie sides coming here? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, look, they've got it obviously tougher being away from family on a regular basis. So we're lucky enough that we've got a few home games, so to speak. You know what I mean? Particularly in Newcastle, we've got Central Coast and, and Sydney. I mean, I know there's new teams that have come in, but they weren't around as much when I was when I was playing. But, yeah, the luxury of being able to stay local for longer periods, because, I mean, a happy, happy life, you seem to be happier. So I think if, you know, to be in Wellington or even Perth, for that matter, that um, have to travel further and, and not be able to be around their loved ones on a regular basis definitely has an impact and I always sort of look at that and think that's a tough a tough gig but um yeah mate look every time we played we played Wellington it was a it was a tough a tough game and if you're going back to that preliminary final um you know I think that was that was sort of the turning point for you boys back then I know it was a while ago but it seemed to be a, a place that you guys created that no one really wanted to go you knew that when you I know it's a bit of a cliche that everyone wants to make their their hometown a bit of a a bit of a tough, a tough place to come to, but you've definitely created something there, and I just think that um, nothing's different, nothing, nothing's changed since, since there. No, I don't think anyone wants to go to Wellington and play. They know they're in for it. So, um, I mean, I miss the city of that game, so I'll never forget. But um, that's what happens, isn't it? It's football. It's football, mate. We're we're all capable. I mean, there's blokes who've 
paid a lot more than you and me that have missed sitters as well, mate, just quietly. So don't feel bad right, about that. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> in the uh, in, in all that time when you played the Phoenix, who was who was the toughest competitor? Who was the bloke that you, you kind of think, oh, God, I've got to play him this week? Um, oh, got me. Okay. When I was playing, I mean, Vinny, Vinny Lear was always a good, tough player, mate. He got stuck in. Obviously, Brownie was there for a bit. We obviously had him at Newcastle. He went over to you boys. Jura, I'm sure you know him. Mm. <laughs> He's a bit of a, a tough character. But in the middle of the park, obviously, being up against Brownie and Vinny Lear and Paul Eiffel when he was there, mate, he was, um, I found myself just watching him while I was on the pitch. So he was a pleasure to watch while I was even out there. So you've had some quality players that have come through. Um, through, and I'm sure I'm missing some quality plays, but um, yeah, it's not. Uh, it's definitely a team that now you're sort of seeing a lot of players going over there because they know that it's, they can go into a club that's well presented now and, and definitely competitive and that's great for the league. Yeah, Ben Sigmund, probably the uh, sharpest elbows in the league when he was playing. <laughs> Copped a few, yeah, I hear that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've still got a few bruises from him, but. Uh, they're all uh, they're all friendly ones, mate. So you don't mind those. That's all right. Then actually, I messaged Jura yesterday about coming on the show, and uh, in true Jura fashion, he was uh, he didn't come back to me at all today, and I'd already lined you up, and I said, <laughs> I said, uh, mate, I got Matty Thompson, and he said, oh, Matty Thompson, he's better than me anyway. So there you go. Yeah, sure. He's th- living the dream, that bloke. He is. He is, mate. He went walkabout for a year with the uh, with the family around Australia. They just took a camper yeah, van and drove everywhere, didn't they? Uh, good. I was. Uh, I felt like I was there. I had a new post on social media every day. It was great. Yeah, it was good. Fantastic. I told, my, I told my missus we don't need to go anywhere anymore. I've been on one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so did they get you out of jail, Matty? No, 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 it didn't. But, uh, <laughs> it did for about a second, but yeah, nah, no, no, no chance. Yeah, God loves a try, mate. God loves a try. You know that. You know that. Hey, Matt, thanks very much for coming on and having a chat, bud. I uh, really appreciate your time. No have you got a uh, Have you got a prediction for us this weekend? Jets game, you mean? Yeah. Oh, of course, mate. Well, you want to score? I'm going to go with the Jets, Dana. I'll go. I'll go two 0 mate. I'll go two 0 They looked pretty solid last week, so I'll have a two 0 to the Jets. Two 0 to the Jets. Matty Thompson's called it. Ah, no, mate, that's all right. It's all right. We're <laughs> we're we're all allowed to be as uh, as 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 one eyed as we like on this show, mate. I, as wise as we can. That's the way. That's the way. <laughs> that's the way, bro. Hey, Matty, thanks again, yeah. bro. Go well and have a great weekend. And now uh, I, I have have a beer for me. I hope you cry into at the end of your game. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Matt Thompson there, former Newcastle Jets captain with us. That is our Oppo segment uh, this week, uh, lining up one of the legends of the Oppo. Up next, we're going to give away something from Oppo. 11 away from 4 o'clock here on Phoenix Nation, brought to you by Oppo. Kevin Watkin joins us now. G'day, Kevin. How are you doing? Hurricane, good thanks. It's a, yeah, good thanks, mate. Good. You're up for the fan challenge, the Oppo fan challenge. We've got a uh, a pair of Enco W11 earbuds to give away. Uh, how's your Phoenix knowledge? Do you think? Uh, it's not great. It's okay, I think. It's okay. Well, I suppose we're going to find out shortly, mate. How, how long have you been yeah. following the team? I've I've been following them since they started, but um, I was overseas, um, overseas from the first bit and so I had a season ticket the last few years um, until this season. Are you are you Wellington born um, and bred? Yeah, yep. That's right. It wasn't like you moved back to New Zealand and said, I have to move to Wellington so I can go to the Phoenix Games. <laughs> uh, no, no, I was lucky. They, um, 
didn't uh, keep it up in Auckland with the Kings and the after the Kings and the Knights. So it got lucky when we came home. Yeah, get, got them home, mate. Got 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 to into well. I know David Cross, um, uh, a man that's known as Hard News on the Yellow Fever forums. He uh, he was in Auckland for the Kings. And then I think he was in Hamilton yep. for the Knights, and he kept moving further south. Now he's in Wellington for the for the uh, for the Phoenix. I think he just <laughs> follows football teams around that bloke, but that, that's all right. Um, are you, are, do you do you do you whip your shirt off at eighty minutes if the Phoenix are up? Um, no, I'm usually in sort of a bit further around in the, with the kids, so I have to behave myself a bit better. Uh, yeah, no, fair, fair, mate, fair. All right, Kevin, all right. Uh, and in terms of uh, football, uh, do you have a team in Wellington? I mean, who do, did you, who did you play for growing up? Uh, I grew up playing for Mana and Tower, so um, and currently plays some old, old man's football for Porter City. Yeah, nice, nice. Keep keep on active, mate. That's what we like to see. Who's here? Have you got a team over yeah. in uh, over in Europe that you follow? Um, I sort of grew up in the, like watching um, Elton John's Watford team back in the eighties, and then when when they sort of disappeared off the radar, end up. Uh, Following what uh, Arsenal since the mid nineties, so after they got uh, camp. Right, so you're a bandwagon jumper, is what you're saying, Kevin? No, I got in there about a year before. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, mate. Just winding you up. All right, let's let's have a crack at this. Let's have a crack at this uh, this challenge, mate. This uh, Phoenix fan challenge yep. with Oppo. See if we can win you some of these uh, these earphones, mate. Um, let's start with this one. Who did the Wellington Phoenix lose to in the elimination final last season? Um, I was Western United. Long run up and puts it in the net. He's one from one, mate. Good start. Good start. All right, here we go. Um, Phoenix coach Ufuk Tale was a teammate of former All-White Jeremy Brockie at two different A-League clubs. Sydney FC was one. What was the other? Uh, it would have been the North Queensland Fury. Long run up and puts it in the net. Nice, mate. Nice. I thought that one was. I thought that one might catch someone, but uh, you managed to. You, you've come through on there. So good, good. Uh, now, new Phoenix women's signing Paige Satchel, uh, football fern as well, has played for two other A League clubs. Do you know which clubs they are? Um, I think she was at was she at Sydney last year, mm-hmm. and I I'd have to get, and it'd be a random guess for the other one. So I'll guess. Um. Melbourne victory. Saved by Rennie. Advantage Phoenix. Not, not, not bad, mate. Not bad, but not quite. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why you went with victory with um, Gareth being over there as well and a bit of a Kiwi connection. But no, she was at, at Canberra and United. So you're two from three. Right. You need one from the last two uh, to, to, to win the, uh, the Oppo headphones. Uh, the Phoenix Reserves have drawn two and lost one of their games so far. Which team beat them? Oh, Napier. Long run up and puts it in the net. Nice, mate. Nice. All right, we do have one more question. So far, the best we've had is uh, Dale, who was on week one, got four from five. Do you want to do the last question, see if you can equal Dale's record? Yeah, why not? Yep. All right, mate. Which English club did former Phoenix coach Ricky Herbert play for? Uh, Wolves. Long run up and puts it in the net. That's not bad, mate. That's not bad at all. Well done, Kevin. Four from five. Cool, thanks. Yeah, no worries, mate. No worries. So you got yourself a. Uh, we'll get them out to you. We got yourself a, a set of these um, Oppo W11 Inco earbuds, mate. I think they they retail around 70, 80 bucks. So we'll we'll get those uh, get 
get our, our prize division to send those out. It's massive divisions here. We'll have to send this over to the prize division, but we'll get you sorted, Kevin. And before we let you go, mate, have you got a, uh, a prediction for this weekend over at Newcastle? Uh, I'll go Phoenix 2-0. Um, Phoenix 2-0, all right. Exact opposite to what Matty yeah. Thompson said, but I've, I've, I'll put those two together and go a tall draw. We'll see how we go, Kev. Go well, mate. Uh, enjoy those headphones. And, I'll, go, I'll, go uh, more, I'll go more heart than head this week. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Go well. Enjoy <laughs> the game. Yeah, cheers. Thanks so much for having Six away from four here on Phoenix Nation. Clock here on Phoenix Nation on SENZ. It's going to be a great game Saturday night, 7 o'clock. The Phoenix taking on the Newcastle Jets. A few uh, familiar faces there as well. Former Phoenix players Josh Satorio, Reno Piscopo um, and James McGarry in the team. Also Dane Ingham, the all-white, is there as well. So certainly going to know each other pretty well. Coming up after 4 o'clock, it is the run home with Kirst and B. We'll see you next week when the Phoenix get ready to take on Melbourne City.